You're listening to the Hello CEO podcast. I'm your host, Alora Rochelle. As a wedding photographer turned business coach, I've learned a ton of lessons while building a six-figure wedding photography business. If you're an overwhelmed photographer seeking ways to scale your business by spending less time and making more money, then this podcast is for you. Join me as I share actionable tips and strategies all about mindset, marketing, and sales so you can grow a profitable photography business like a CEO without the hustle and the overwhelm. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, CEOs, and welcome back to another episode on the Hello, CEO podcast. Today, I really want to share my story and a little bit of a behind the scenes of how I got to where I am today. If you aren't the kind of person that like subscribes to a podcast and then starts at the very beginning, this is way more of an updated story than 2020. It's really hard to believe that that's only three years ago, but it feels like so much longer ago since the pandemic. Okay. When I started my business, I have to preface that I did second shoot with a bunch of photographers uh, for quite some time before I decided to take the leap. I was terrified to become like a solo business owner. I didn't really think that I was capable. I really wish I had learned mindset tricks and tips back then, but it's fine because that's how I got to where I am today. And I'm going to be able to teach you those things inside of my program, The Wedding CEO. So let's start in 2015. So in 2015, maybe 2015, 2016, it was around the time that Instagram had launched their business profiles. And back in the day, I think everybody kind of posted aesthetically around this time we made the shift from like regular life and super fun filters um to more of like an aesthetic feed it was all about the grid everyone was talking about the grid like how to get your grid like this how to plan your grid like this and so we started becoming obsessed with the grid towards like the mid teens of the 20 i think instagram actually launched in 2009 correct me if i'm wrong but around that time, we just like put a filter and was a lot of sticking out tongue and peace signs and very cringy things. It has really changed since then. And so in 2015, 2016, I was working on my Instagram grid. Back then, Instagram was kind of the only marketing platform we had besides Facebook. And um, that was around the time when I think adults decided, huh, I like Facebook. And I was like, whoa, we got to get out of here. Like I say it all the time, but I think adults have ruined Facebook. So I was really building up my Instagram profile, playing around with things, working around with captions. Basically, it was kind of like it was kind of like the new era of like this is what my feed looks like, but I'm a regular person, so like you would post a really perfect photo, but then be like, I'm making tacos tonight, Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Cringy cringe. So, around this time, I was booking clients just from my grid you know, as we were all taught to do. And um, I was really trying to shift my portfolio. I was really trying to make sure it was aesthetic. I was giving value. You know, I was showcasing like my authority as a wedding photographer. You know, here's all the experience I had, my favorite moments of the day, all those things. And that was great. And it served me for the time. I booked my first five clients. I made my first 10K in my business, probably and then some, including portraits and engagement sessions. But for weddings, that was, you know, what I essentially made. Now come... 2017 and that is when I booked 17 clients in a month which is absolutely insane I had already previously booked I think like seven or eight clients before then but just that month 
I went, I would like to call viral-ish because I don't really think it's necessarily viral. I just got a lot of traction and a, you know, a bigger-ish audience <laughs> from the Metro Times post, the Detroit Metro Times. And so I had, well, a little over 25 clients for the year, not to mention three to five portrait sessions a week. And your girl was feeling it. <laughs> I I can remember this year like the back of my hand because that's trauma for you. <laughs> and I didn't have systems in place at all. So everything was all over the place. My contracts were everywhere. My inquiries were everywhere. There was a time actually I had a Squarespace website and it had the contact form was sending people to a spam account. And I never found those inquiries. I actually lost like another 50 inquiries just because of that issue so I actually couldn't even imagine if my contact form didn't have a bug in it how many more like clients I would have booked because I had a problem saying no and I didn't have business boundaries back back then I also didn't have a structured day I worked 24 7 to no end and um, I pretty much worked around Ella's newborn schedule because she was like a week old when all this happened and it was to the point where I started to forget clients' names. I wouldn't even, <laughs> I wouldn't even say their names. I'd be like, hey, you, touch him, her, over, I'm like, oh, this is bad. Like, I don't even know who these people are. Like, that's how packed my weddings were. It was like every weekend I would rush to back up files and then I would recharge the batteries because I had another session in the next two days or the next day. And SD cards were everywhere and so was my brain. My brain was a hot mess. Um, the only positive in all of this was I had a newborn baby that luckily slept most of the time during all of this. So I didn't feel like I was like missing out or I don't really have like major regrets. Luckily, like she was a newborn and she slept more than most newborns that I now can recollect. Like out of all my friends, I think Ella slept the most. <laughs> I think God knew it was like, this girl needs a break. Let's just, let's just let, let this baby sleep 12 hours a day. So that was helpful. And it was, it was a very mixed feeling of a year. It was like, I have everything that I wanted and I worked so hard for this for like two years, but also I feel like my brain is dead. And that was, that was definitely a time. And that was, this was the year that everything took off for me. And, um, and then I realized, okay, this is great. Um, but I think I want to book less, <laughs> right? So 2018 happens and if you know me, you've been here for a minute, you know that my grandma unexpectedly passed away due to a hospital mistake and I had six weddings or more on the backlog for the, like three months because three months I was so sad. My brain was dead. I, I could not be creative. I could not work. I could not show up. I tried. Um, I would try to post on Instagram and be like, I can't believe I'm still working. And then like a week goes by and I can't do anything. I can't get out of bed. It was just, it was so sad. Um, it was just a hot mess, but that is how some of us deal with grief. We try to escape, you know, through work and then it doesn't work. <laughs> the crazy thing was that because of the traction that 2017 created and the word of mouth and the networking on all the amazing vendors I worked with and, you know, I was just really out there. I had my, I had my first six-figure year in my business and I did not have the time, the mental clarity or the energy to enjoy it. I felt like I was a slave to like this monster that I had created. 
I felt like I was never saying no. I always booked – my conversion rate for clients I think was anywhere to like 90% to 100%. Like I pretty much booked every client, but also my prices were very affordable, and so it was kind of like a no-brainer. I think my clients all thought, what in the world? Why is she so cheap? We make mistakes, guys. We make mistakes and we learn. <laughs> 2019 comes along, and I'm hanging by a thread. Um, all work, no social life. Um, my business was my life and I found myself looking for the solution to getting out and being free. I wanted to fall off the grid. I felt like I was, I built like this prison for myself where I, it was like a never ending cycle of constantly being on my computer, constantly having anxiety in the back of my head that, you know, oh, well, I need to go back home and make sure I don't have any inquiries or, oh, I need to do this. I need to make sure that all my gear is set. Maybe I need to buy something new, you know? And it was just like, it was very much always about business. I didn't have, I don't think I had any hobbies. I don't think I had anything for myself. It was like business, 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 business. I was booking more than ever. My marketing was working, but my work-life harmony was non-existent. And I felt like I started to become resentful for what I had built, but I felt like there was also no end in sight. It was very interesting because I took a photo um, in 2019 because I knew like that was the worst I've ever felt. It was the most burnt out I've ever felt. And I remember taking this photo and being like, one day, Allure, you're going to look at this photo and be like, I am on the other side of this. And um, I'm so glad I took that photo. I'm not the kind of person who like takes photos of me crying because I just, I can't. <laughs> if I'm going to cry, like I don't want to take a picture of myself. But I do remember I was in the hustle bustle I think I had a portrait session like every day and then I had, you know, two weddings. I'd have a Friday wedding and a Saturday wedding. It was like double headers back to back, portrait sessions everywhere. Sometimes I would book multiple in a day and I just remember being like, I need to take a photo of this because I feel like I am not myself. I feel like I'm in a shell. I feel like a shell of a human. I just, it was, it was a really bad time, but I knew that one day I was going to be thankful that I'm on the other side of that. And I think about that photo all the time, even though I don't know where it is, but I'll definitely have to put that inside of our um, new wedding CEO training and talk about my journey to there. But I, I knew, and there always comes a time in your life and business where this happens, but I knew that I never wanted to feel like that again. So that was my turning point. You know, in the hero's journey, <laughs> there's always a turning point and a call to make an impact and save the world. Well, in my case, I was just needing to save myself. So in 2021, I decided I was going to restructure um, my associate team and train brand new associates, completely redesign my entire business. And I doubled my prices. I created very strong business boundaries and I redesigned my business model with the arrival of my newborn son. I was able to position my brand as the authority with receipts, of course, all that hard work. <laughs> and I was able to enter into the mid-luxury market. And I have to say, it was one of the best decisions I ever made. Oh my goodness. I can, like, it's like while I'm talking about this, I can remember exactly how I felt in every point. Um, 2021 was the huge pivot. I think 2021, what was my word of the year? Was it align or was it thrive? Either way, it was the biggest turning point. And 2020 helped me realize I never enjoyed life. I never enjoyed life. I never did anything for myself. Everything was business. And I thought that I was my business. And it was such a strange way of thinking because 
at, when you start to become a business owner or when you start to become, you know, the CEO, the solopreneur, the entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it, you put your all into it and you become emotionally attached to it. You become emotionally attached to the success, to the failures, to the yeses and the noes, the ups and downs, highs and lows. And I feel like you become like the driver of this roller coaster. It's an emotional roller coaster of like everything's going good, everything's great, and then it's like everything stinks, I'm so overwhelmed, or everything stinks, I'm not booking. And it I let it run my life. It ran my life for so long. And it was to the point where if I was hanging out with friends, which I didn't have the time to do so, but if I was, my mind was still on the business. I would be with my kids, my mind was on the business. Um, it was just it was not sustainable at all. And I don't think enough people talk about having that balance and having a peaceful life because peace means you have to let things go. Peace means that things are running without you. Peace means that you can still make money and go on vacation. Peace means that you can go to the beach during busy season and know somebody's editing your wedding for you and the turnaround time is 11 days. Yes, I'm speaking from experience. I did not know that life was possible for me And so when I was able to outsource absolutely everything by 2020, um, 2021, everything was fully automated and completely hands off. It was the easiest money I've ever made. And it, it was terrifying to double my prices because I've never raised my prices more than like $200. I'd be like, oh, it's the end of the year. Let me raise it $200. I thought I was doing something, but no. And I attracted like a whole different market and really opened my mind to the power of a brand, the power of an aligned brand like with myself and a brand that can stand on its own and have its own values and purpose. It was just everything I could have dreamed and more. And while I'm not knocking the fact is like you don't need that to get started because you can hear in the beginning of my business, I didn't really have, I don't think I really had a set brand. I kind of just was like, oh, light and airy. I have light, bright photos. Let me create a very simple website that was like free from WordPress. You know, it wasn't, that's not the only way to get clients, you know, but when you really solidify like who you are, what you stand for, what you like, what you don't like, what you're drawn to when you figure out yourself, your brand is like screaming at you. I feel like you can't avoid it. And you're like, oh, that's why I'm so attracted to this. That's why I edit my photos like this. I position my clients like this. And so it was just a huge, like, awakening 2021 was the turning point of my business for sure 2020 helped me realize that I need to fight for having a social life I need to go to the beach with my kids um well back then I was pregnant with Eli but you know I needed to have a life I needed to figure out how can I attain work life harmony it was absolutely important to me and so I designed structures I designed business boundaries I designed ways of making sure that I built a foolproof system no matter how many clients I booked, no matter what I was doing, no matter what was going on in my life, that my business was running without me all the time with little effort from me. And it was a perfect system, a beautiful streamlined system. I was in Florida for my parents' uh, 30th anniversary. And, you know, I had I had weddings on the queue. They were being edited in a couple of days turnaround. I had gotten my new brand photos taken. Those went well. My my web design launch was on its way. Everything was just perfect. And I actually felt 
like the CEO of my business. It's one thing to say I'm a CEO because it's a buzzword right now. And it's like, yeah, I own a business. I'm a CEO. But really, CEO is when you're not running the in between behind the scenes, all of the operations. It's where you can look at something and be like, yes, no, satisfactory. Why is this good? Why is this not good? You know, you shouldn't be doing everything. And that's why I think that that one company, 17 Hats, is like hilarious because it's like, we do wear 17 hats, but should we? Do we have to? Yes, you can do it, but do you want to? Is that what you want to do? And I used to be obsessed with the fact of like, oh yeah, I do all of this. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. And now if like I hear someone say, I'm so busy, I'm like, what's going on in your systems? Do you have systems? Do you have boundaries? What's going on? You should not be that busy. Nobody is that busy. You know what I mean? Are you saying yes to everything? What, when is the last time you said no? you know? And so, and I have to be blunt because you have to be blunt too. You need to be honest with yourself and being like, am I doing everything that I can to make sure that I'm happy? You know, you only have so much time on this earth. I mean, is that what you want to spend all your time doing? And I think about too, like when older people talk to people and they say like, my biggest regret was, you know, not taking a chance or working so much or not living life or not doing this one thing I really wanted to do. It's like, at the end of your life, do you want to say, I'm so glad I built a profitable business? <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe you will. But you also want to be able to reflect on your friendships, your relationships, your marriage, your kids, anything that matters to you. I don't know. I think social, your social life is so important. <laughs> After COVID, I'm like, I still feel like I could be socially weird sometimes because like isolation is the first thing that comes to mind it's so weird so anytime that I can get outside and hang out I I am because I, I just I rather not be alone I the trauma obviously so now we're moving on to 2022 what happened after I positioned did this huge rebrand and relaunch everything really did change for me and it was as if those mid-luxury clients were waiting for me to do this because they came pouring in and I I, I can't even tell you, like, I made so much more money, like well past six figures by booking like 12 weddings a year, if hardly anything. So 2022, I launched the team. We, we booked our weddings. Everything was set. They were booking. And I launched my group program, The Wedding CEO. And I launched the cinematic editorial. And our revenue, like I said, way beyond surpassed six figures. We were really close to 200K and it was the least stress I had been in seven years. I had finally cracked the code to the peaceful business that I had longed for since I started. Seven years, seven years of hustling and burning, wanting to give up, so upset, stressed out, completely done. And I have to tell you, it is possible to have this simple, scalable, peaceful business. You don't have to hustle 24-7 to build a profitable business. You can have work-life harmony. It is possible. So many people say, well, I don't think work-life harmony is possible. Work-life balance doesn't exist. You just need a plan and a proven roadmap. It's honestly up to you. If you decide to choose, you have the answers in front of you. If you choose to have it and you choose to want it, then it is possible. But if it's not a priority to you, then it won't be possible. And I want to teach you how you can do the same thing. If you join us inside The Wedding CEO, if you join the waitlist right now, today should be the last day to join. You will get access to a special asynchronous coaching bonus. Now, 
asynchronous means is that we will be chatting on our own time. So you won't be stuck on a Zoom call with me. You can answer me via voice message whenever you want and you can pick any seven days of your choice and you get access to me. I'm going to help you strategize what to do first once you join us inside Wedding CEO. We're going to help you build a brand, marketing, and sales strategy together so you will already have your personalized roadmap and we can help you work on the unique gifts that you can offer to your clients so you can stand out in the sea of other photographers. Yes, there are a lot of people out there, but there's no one else like you. And that will be the reason that clients will choose you time and time again. And so if we want to help you do that, we want to help you solidify your message and we want to help you stand out so you can book those clients that you're like thinking don't exist and they're just waiting for you. I will not be offering this bonus again. So be sure to join the waitlist before June 13th. You have 48 hours to claim this bonus. And I want to teach you in 12 months what took me 12 years to master. Talk about major cheat codes, okay? I can't wait to help you strategize your next big move inside the wedding CEO. And I will see you in the next episode. Have an amazing week.